welcome to The Insatiable Appetite. I'm Judy Harris, Current Market Research Director of Syndicated Studies here at the Hartman Group, and I'm joined by Andrea Kwamia, a consultant of Consumer Insights, who is a qualitative lead on her latest study, Taste of Tomorrow, Navigating Food Through the Eyes of Gen Z and Alpha. Today, we are excited to share some of the findings from this report, which focuses, as you guessed, on Gen Z and Gen Alpha, and how they're reshaping the food landscape. This report is now available for purchase, and it's packed with insights for better understanding these dynamic consumers. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, Judy. Thank you so much. This has been such an exciting project to work on with you, and I'm eager to share what we've discovered about these fascinating generations. Great. So let's jump right in, and let's start with Gen Alpha. This generation, those who are 12 and under, are just at the dawn of their food journey. But they're already making some waves in research in the research world. We spoke with parents of this generation to get their perspective on how Gen Alpha children are eating and how and if they're influencing their food. So Andrea, what if you just jump in and tell us about how Gen Alpha is approaching food and what role their parents are playing? Sure. Well, as we guessed in our last conversation, Gen Alpha's approach to food is still developing. They're at this unique intersection where parental influence is still quite significant. Parents today are not just gatekeepers of what their kids eat, they're actively shaping their future food habits and their personal values. We're seeing a trend where parents introduce diverse tastes and textures early on, but for them it's not just about nutrition. It's important for them to instill values such as kindness, diversity, sustainability, and health consciousness. Um, But that said, the children are already showing clear signs of independence, and their parents seem more than happy to cultivate and power decision-making. Right. And then in addition to these values, we learned that social media, primarily YouTube and TikTok, are actually influencing the older portion of these young consumers, And that's a shift that we've seen from previous generations and how they were introduced to food. But how are parents dealing with this? And what impact do you think this will have on Gen Alpha's future food choices? Hmm. Well, I think that it's a proactive approach. Parents are very involved and they're using mealtime as an opportunity for education um, and teaching food choices. So children are also educating themselves with their tablets and devices Um, But more often than not, they're simply self-entertaining at the same time. Again, for the parents, it's about setting that foundation for a more conscious and informed approach to eating. For the children, it's about taste and fun with family and friends. Great. Um, Let's move on to Gen Z. And those are, for this study, uh, those aged 13 to 16, or excuse me, 13 to 26. And we are with witnessing a leap in independence and exploration of their approach to food. So please um, just let us know how this is manifesting in their food choices and their habits. Well, Gen Z is so interesting. And for them, it's all about personalization and innovation in their food experiences. They're, you know, they're at the forefront of what we call food hacking, creatively adapting recipes and meals to suit their unique tastes and lifestyles, a lot of which they seek on social media. It's reflective of their overall approach to life. And right now they're really seeking authenticity. They're looking for personalization, as I mentioned, and unique experiences in all aspects of their life, um, especially food. Yeah, absolutely. And authenticity is a term that we've heard a lot this past year. 
In fact, it was Merriam-Webster's Word of the Year in 2023. Um, and our report shows that this is a core value of Gen Z, this along with social empathy and open access. But let's start with authenticity. Let's discuss how this quest for authenticity is influencing food trends for Gen Z. Yeah, authenticity is central to Gen Z, and they want to know the story behind their food, the ingredients used, and the ethics of brands that they support. This demands for um, authenticity. This demand for authenticity is driving major changes in the food industry, which has already been evolving from the way products are sourced to how they're marketed. And it's about transparency ethical practices and unfiltered engagement. So this isn't a new story. We've seen this time and time again with millennials, but Gen Z are willing to have that conversation with brands and, and connect with them so that they can learn and collaborate for a better experience. Um, on top of this, they tend to rely on social media as a source of in information and inspiration because they are fully aware that brand deals um, and influencer connections come with the territory. So they just want to make sure that brands care about people and are offering a quality product from the jump. Right. Um, yeah, they're on social media all the time. And while they don't always trust social media, they trusted for food and beverage information for inspiration, as you had mentioned. Um, but getting back to the topic of brand engagement, can you share what we learned that companies could do to connect to these digital savvy consumers? And what's the best way to engage Gen Z and to some extent Alpha? Absolutely. I think brands need to understand that um, digital platforms are really core for these groups and they need to embrace um, utilizing them and algorithms for meaningful engagement. For Gen Z, it's not, um, it's about aligning with their values and again, their ethics and preferences. Um, this includes personalization and understanding that they very well may be more tech savvy than most. They want brands that are not only providing this product, but also um, also letting them know that they care about the same um, concerns that they have, whether they be ethical or environmental. So what about eating out? We know that eating out is a rite of passage for many, and it is a notable step towards independence. Andrea, why don't you go into how this generation is navigating the newfound autonomy in the context of dining out? Absolutely, Judy. Dining out is definitely one of the arenas where Gen Z is starting to flex their independence, as, especially as they get older. It isn't just about choosing what to eat, they're um, exploring all of the options available to them from eating approaches to different styles of food, different um, global cuisine. And they're not only guided by their budget, but again, by the vast world of social media, um, especially on platforms like Instagram and TikTok, which have been sort of their guide for discovery, leading them to new restaurants and eateries that they might not have otherwise discovered. Yeah, and of course, both social experience and the approval of their peers play roles in the selection of venues they choose to dine. Mm -hmm, precisely. The approval of their friends and shared social currency comes from eating at, you know, approved spots is significant. They're using dining out as a way to connect um, and also moments to express their identities with people that they um, resonate with and 
as they're seeking this sense of belonging. So it's not just about eating for sustenance, it's about the overall experience, the ambiance, and the shared story that they can have afterwards. So this speaks to their desire to integrate their personal values in the so into the social life um, and into their consumption habits. Now let's turn to how these values translate to Gen Z's grocery shopping habits. We know from two other studies we've done, there is a growth of mass merchandisers and online, online shopping. Tell us how Gen Z is influencing the rest of the grocery landscape. Gen Z is reshaping the grocery landscape as they bring their digital first approach to shopping aisles. They're reading labels, but not as preparedly as other generations might be. They aren't necessarily scrutinizing nutritional facts, but they are looking to ensure there are some other factors they don't miss. For example, they are more likely to make considerations based around macronutrients such as protein content. And they aren't looking for specific brands as much as, as other generations, but they are looking for clean and innovative packaging. Whether it be from a well-known brand or a private label, they don't necessarily discriminate. And as you mentioned, a larger percent shop at mass for their groceries than other traditional grocery stores. Thank you. Now let's dive deeper into the unique traits of Gen Z. Um, it's clear their approach to food and lifestyle choices are intrinsically linked to the desire for independent independence and impact. Yeah, Gen Z is a generation that is acutely aware of their role in the world. They care about self-awareness and they're determined to make a difference, balancing this concern for social and environmental issues with their own personal, mental and emotional health. So this drive for personal identity formation and the search for a purposeful existence is really profound to them at this time in their life. They don't just want to be consumers, they want to be contributors and ensure that um, their consumption of knowledge and experiences is responsible and reflective of those values you mentioned earlier, which include social empathy. So to some, it might not seem relevant um, to the food world at first glance, but we see it influences their decision-making, especially how they socialize and make considerations for their household, whether it be solo with a roommate, partner, or child. Despite these real concerns about mental health and the state of the world, Gen Z does remain hopeful about their own personal futures, but just like older generations, they're a little bit less optimistic about the state of the world. As we wrap up, I want to remind our listeners that The Taste of Tomorrow, Navigating Food Through the Eyes of Gen Z and Alpha, which dives deeper into all of these issues, is available for purchase. And also to keep an eye out for our upcoming Q1 report on snacking, which promises even more insight into current foods. I want to thank Andrea. I want to thank our listeners um, for tuning into The Insatiable Appetite. Make sure you subscribe to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and never miss a snackable insight. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Judy.